The Redneck Tech Podcast is brought to you by Mike'sArchery.com. They're a one-stop shop for virtually everything archery, bow hunting, and for your next outdoor adventure. Mike's Archery has been at the top of the archery game for over 50 years, and they want to give listeners of the Redneck Tech Podcast 10% off their entire online store using the code REDNECK10, all one word. Just put the code in before you check out, and your boys will hook you up. The guys at Mike's have always been good to us, and now they can be good to you too. Visit mikesarchery.com and get your gear now. Right here, right here, right here. Yeah. You want it? Yeah. What's up, everybody? This is episode 156 of the Redneck Tech Podcast. We just wrapped up literally minutes ago the final couple uh attendees of the redneck tech biggest largest most eventful class we've ever done um and i think that is a huge part to the man that you see on camera and you're about to hear here shortly mr jason ellsworth and he is here to talk to us today and give us all his wisdom. Round of applause for Jason. Yes, 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 yes. Um, we probably we are all like very very talked out, but we're going we're doing this for you guys. This is because we love you guys. Um, and Jason unfortunately has to go back to the Northland. He doesn't have to. Well, he's definitely optionally choosing to leave us. I think I like. Thank like you. You could like, stay. You could give, s- put the pressure to him. You could like stay in that trailer for yeah. as long as you want. Indefinitely. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why not? I'm sure my wife won't mind. Tell it's the dog. She can fly fly him down. Ruckus is is definitely like missing me. Well, there's yeah. plenty of room in that 35 foot toy hauler for a dog <laughs> and your wife. Not according to the bruises on my head. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so tell that story. So Jason come down. He's standing in the camper outside, and uh, he's. It looks like he's been in a fight. What happened? Well, it's funny because I think. Um, you know, the life has a pretty easy way of reminding you that it's it's there and alive and well. And uh, if you, you're having too much fun, usually something knocks you down and uh, brings you back to life. And in this case, the uh, camper was the thing that knocked me down. Mm. Looking one way, walking the other way really fast. And, uh, boy, all fours, saw stars. Probably the closest I ever think I've ever been come to getting really knocked out for real. I just, like, closed my eyes and was was uh, on all fours, and I'm waiting for the laughter. <clears throat> and uh, the laughter never happened, which is usually indicative of the case of, like, <laughs> oh, my God, that guy hurt himself. Yeah. I'm, I, like I said, I was really worried about your camper. Hopefully. <laughs> Can we nickname the camper Mike Tyson now? Yeah. Since wow. he knocked That's, Jason so, out. Well, he hadn't chewed anybody's ears off, so it would be a good name. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, maybe maybe – yeah, we could think of a good name. I don't yeah. know if Tyson's it, but important question though. You so you did you got knocked down. Did you get back up again? <laughs> I did. Immediately. And then was knocked down again by the shower. Oh. Uh, so, so you got knocked down, <laughs> then got up again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Are you doing some kind of like <laughs> Yeah. He's doing a thing. He's going for it. You're just He's gonna see if it lands. Are we? And I got like, bad news. It's not gonna land. No, it did land. Chumba you Wumba? started. Yes. <laughs> I was not Chumba. laughing at your joke. I was yes, laughing you at your pitiful Chumba. attempt at the joke. And see, it doesn't matter what Chumba you're Chumba laughing thing? at. You're still laughing. Chubba Wumba. Yeah, tub, tub thumping. Thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was, I was, I was alive <laughs> well when that song came out. You're Chubba Wumping, tub thumping. Yeah, yeah. Very political band. 
Were they? Yeah. That's the only song I know by them. Yeah. You shouldn't it's, know any other ones. Do they have other ones? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. are they? So if, like, if Tub Puppet is up here. <laughs> can we switch seats right now? Is that? I mean, he's getting handsy over here. His knees. He's talking about really weird old music. <laughs> so if, if Tub Puppet is here. Where are the other songs? Are they even close to no, it? No, I mean, like, if Tub Dumpin's here, they're not even in the same building. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah there's nothing. No. Oh. You didn't miss anything else. It's really a one-hit wonder. Yeah. As the audience can tell, our brains are fried. <clears throat> to yep. the point of we didn't even let Jason introduce himself. We just went well, straight. Well, Ryers is a fried because he, he slept in solid this morning. Nobody Ooh. else slept in. Everybody was here early. Ryer, hour and a half late. By accident. I, I haven't left in two days. Yeah, he has not. I I got it laid my head down in my pillow at one thirty this morning and I was here at eight fifteen. What kind of psychopath <laughs> sleeps in their office in full sicka gear? This guy to wake up a man or to scare the <laughs> ever living crap out of a guy. Yeah, he planned like, that literally. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't funny. What do you? What, I didn't hear this story. Oh, I walked in, so I'm just going about my business at like six thirty in the morning. You know, like use the bathroom, like brushing my teeth making a cup of coffee and i'm uh thank god that coffee, <laughs> i almost wore it because i'm leaving the building to go back to the camping the camper and uh i hear oh hey there buddy <laughs> just in the most like nice muppet manner possible in in the window to my office it, it, like literally it, someone's hand could have been you know oh he should have reached out and grabbed him well, uh, I, you I, might have got cold cocked though if you did that. <laughs> he was actually pretty polite about scaring me like in the way he, oh hey there buddy it was like a nice... I, didn't, I didn't even think i was gonna scare him i just oh yeah oh yeah. hey there oh hey there bud out of nowhere <clears throat> yep I bet you didn't see me there, huh? I didn't know. Also, I didn't know Sika made an office camouflage. <laughs> <laughs> they totally do. That should blended right. Ooh, it, oh, oh, that's <laughs> Jason did it. Yeah. Hey, all right. When that's I went <laughs> to bed at three thirty this morning, it was really cold in my office. Yeah, yeah. So I put on my nice fleece, sick oh, pants. You did. <laughs> and yeah, my nice Sika. jacket, and I went to bed. Yeah. On my Sika layup blind. Well, I, I can't rag on Ryer too much. Clay did leave us to get old wedding. You have anything mm. to say for yourself? Well, no, uh, no so, okay, so this is fun. So you went to the wedding. No, was, we're not was, talking about the wedding. Golly. No, 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 there was videographers. What did you notice? What what kind of information did you gather about the videographers at the wedding? They were trash. <laughs> <laughs> so they had seven cameras. Seven? Either GH5s or EOS M50s. Mm-hmm. Not a single shot had motion in it. They had all seven of them on light stands. Not just, even tripods, just out. light stands. They were on light stands. <laughs> Just well, because they're a smaller, real yeah, they're a smaller footprint. Yeah. And so Taylor was introducing me to the bride who got married and was like, oh, I didn't know you wanted a videographer. Clay could have done it. And I was like, no, no, I couldn't have. <laughs> no, I couldn't have. She's like, oh, well, we paid them 7000 I said, oh, you paid them 7000 for that? You should get your money back. <laughs> and she goes, oh, well, well, what would you charge? I said, to do that, $1,500. <laughs> so. I wasn't. I told Clay I wow, had a really way to make a great impression on somebody yeah. who just. Nice met. to meet I you. Had... Your videographers were trash. <laughs> <laughs> I've had, I've had, I had a really good business idea, and if everybody takes this, it's mine. So I expect then don't royalties. give it away. Uh, we're not going to do it. I don't have the time for it. <laughs> but I want royalties on it anyhow. Because um, you, you know, haven't given ideas away and said the exact same I thing I over the hundred. Thought about that as I said this. it. But so whatever. So you know how there's like really a push for just like this reality in the production world, right? Like, people just want things that are real and raw. So I'm thinking, Clay and I show up, 
We supervise already one not liking singular, where this is going. We supervise one singular camera, and we don't cut it, right? We present people with the reality of their wedding, unobstructed, unaltered by any hand of production. It's exactly what happened. Five thousand dollars. <laughs> Like it's literally 19 hours long because you couldn't get anybody to go home. You're still there with Granny mm -hmm. at 11:30 because she's yeah plastered. Think, like, do you want to experience how it was? That's it. That's the one. Is this POV style? Like you're just walking around enjoying the wedding? Nope. It's fly on the wall. We we I mean we'll do a lot of work into making sure that the spot that we pick is the best spot. But <laughs> but that's it. Well, because you know like. Like I've said before, every single creative decision that you make with the camera, with your shots and your cuts, affect the viewer, right? And and inherently, Ooh. you're putting your own creative bias on the piece. And I don't want to do that. I want it to be real and raw, right? It's That's a, the creative decision. $5,000. It's a good thing you guys don't have time to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there's I, a reason that I'm the idea somebody, guy in the office here. Somebody would pay for that. You know it. Somebody would pay for that. Somebody. Yeah, somebody you might as well just put a GoPro in the bride's dress and yeah. the groom's like jacket and just call it a day. It's, and you don't even It's my kind of there. wedding videography. That's exactly what I'm saying. So we just got done with the whole class. We're not going to really go over the class a whole lot. I know we'll probably talk about it some, but we're going to do like a post-class podcast probably this week. Um, but Post-production class podcast. Post-production class podcast. On Wednesday at 3 p.m. Post-production class podcast, Wednesday, 3 p.m. Okay. Sponsored by Mike's Archery. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, if I wanted to get a discount on some gear, do you know a code? Is there a code, Clay? I believe it's Redneck 10. All one word. And numbers. <laughs> <laughs> you mean yeah, dude, yeah. This is, <laughs> yeah. we probably should have waited till tomorrow to do this podcast. So it's Redneck 1-0. Yeah. For further clarification. All right. Jason so, Ellsworth. How yeah, are you doing? So, oh, so, hey there, buddy. So, oh, eh. so Jason came down to cook for the class, and it was amazing and awesome. But uh, I wanted maybe to hear this from Jason's perspective. Like, how did we all meet? And what was your what was your first impression of me and Clay <laughs> in that Texas camp? Like I'm I'm kind of dying to know. And then I want to know what your first impression is of, was of me, and then of oh Keegan. God. I want to know first impressions of everybody. <laughs> Be honest, you're not gonna yeah. hurt our feelings. I'm, you might you might hurt mine a little bit, but it's, that's it's okay. It's weird that like I was forming the thought with my first impression of you, and then I don't think I'm complete in my first impressions of Ryer. Yeah, <laughs> well. it's still forming. Yeah. You know, like, he, there's so many personalities. Every time's a new. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's he's out there, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, I used he to is. live with him. Yeah. Yeah. Now you moved. <laughs> I used to live with him. Now I live in a duck blind. <laughs> <laughs> it's come a long way. You know, fixing the place up. <laughs> it's got a solid computer, and lots of camera gear, but uh, the amenities aren't there. Is that what is that? What? How does that make you feel? <laughs> that he would rather sleep in his office than come and live with you. <laughs> Boy, I don't, uh, I, I don't care. That's not. I can't say the phrase that I usually would say. <laughs> you don't give a darn. I, uh, yeah, I don't. I mean, he'd do what he wants. If he wants to live like a homeless man in his office, he can do it. I prefer, I've been living. Uh, I've been like I've lived by myself. I, I don't like a vagabond. You know. You know. Not homeless. Anyway, 
Anyway. Back to the important part. The, my first impression of you and Clay uh, was in Texas in um, March. This March. Last March. Yeah, which seems like forever ago. Mm-hmm. But not that but long not, ago. Not that long yeah. ago at all. Um, I remember you kind of uh, rolling through camp, and I'm like, man, that, that dude's big, and he uh, looks like he's on a mission, and I'm just going to do my best to steer clear of him. <laughs> And then um Was I intimidating? Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. You kinda have a you kinda have a mean face when you're when you're like doing things when you're like I need to be more conscious like, of this. Like when you're unloading and loading you your be. stuff, you kinda got a little bit of a mean on sometimes. So like a little mean Mad face. Just, Probably because he's hawking camera cases miles across You were hawking yeah, he's, he's <laughs> his camera cases. Yeah. yeah. Um <laughs> My first impression of Clay was like, man, those are some snazzy boots he's got on. <laughs> and, uh, and then he was like, yeah, these are crap and didn't like them at all. Yeah. And, um, what boots were those? I don't know. Do you remember what boots you were wearing in Texas? You're like, I don't like these at all. Yeah. You have to speak into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> I just did. Dude, Clay's deadpan is really good. It was. They were my rubber boots because we were in Texas and it was hot. I love how he doesn't just bring it to his mouth. He literally Stand. lets it hit him in the face, and then he talks. Dude, I've never been drunk in my entire life. This is what it feels like. Is it close yeah. to this? Yeah, pretty. Because I'm like, I don't feel this. I don't. This I don't feel a, normal at the moment. This is a three beer buzz for sure. Uh. Yeah. 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 Because I get like when I get really tired like this and like spent like I get a little delirious and like kind of giggly yeah. and like crap like that like that just <laughs> yeah. oh we me and Chuck have had like what we we call just laugh fits like he'll do something <laughs> stupid or say something we'll get laughing and giggling and then I'll look at him and you just can't quit laughing yeah like that's yeah. how I feel like I feel like there's one I'm one thing away from just not being <laughs> able to contain it yeah that was my first impression um, what was the second part of the question well. It was seriously like, so we met you in Texas, and you were cooking for an event for Colin and for uh, high-caliber hunts, and we just hit it off. I could immediately tell you were a a good dude, good human, and obviously your food was fire, and you, you know, kind of told me uh, uh, like a a rundown of kind of like where you are in life and what you wanted to do, and I'm like, well, dude, if you want to cook for a camp, Turns out I'm going to another one. We could really use a cook because I don't want to deal with that crap. And nor do you want me to deal with that crap. No. So shut up, Briar. <laughs> um, so I'm like, do you want to come with us? And you're like, yeah, dude, come on. You know, I'd love to. You know, and you were just kind of in the the vibe I got was like you were like willing to do whatever and to meet people and to network and like try and have as much fun as you could. And you could obviously tell that we were pretty awesome. I, I, yeah, you guys are awesome. 100%. Uh, with, you know, no – there's no bullcrap line into that. That's I feel that way. I feel like I've uh, met uh, a tribe of folks that it's a it's a circus of folks that I don't oh. want, I don't want I don't want to leave the circus. Yeah, you know. And oh, I, it's I'm, definitely I, got some circus I, animals. I, yeah, but you can see it today with like everybody kind of. All right, how many times did people say goodbye? Yeah, you know, like you can tell that like when people don't want to leave, they're you know get easily drawn back into the conversation they get to the door and they just yeah. take the slight yeah, glance back it, like it is leaving the tell circuit. me not to go it is. i'm leaving now <laughs> goodbye <laughs> i'll never come back oh no i'm gonna do it <laughs> it, it, it is um 
this this industry you know from what i i've been around the industry um for i'm 45 now since i've been 21 years old uh in the archery world and um i remember you know visiting pro industry guys at uh at shoots and just thinking like man these guys got it made and and you don't realize like how hard those guys have worked to get there and you're always just it's kind of like that uh that hell joke I told you the other day, it's like coffee breaks over boys, you know, time to get back to work. And I think, um, if you can work hard for yourself and, and, and really truly find a passion to work hard towards that, that's the way I, I want to live my life. So you do the two trips with us, then we invite you to Iowa. You come to Iowa, you cook for us for right out a week. Then what happened? Uh, obviously well, we had a great time and I don't want to blow over that, but like, where has life been since? Like, this isn't going to be a ton of production-related, guys. Just to go ahead and preface, but it's an awesome story with Jason. So, come to Iowa. We have a great time. You're there for the turkey hunt. You cook for everybody. Lee and Tiff obviously fall in love with you because you're going to be there for a month now. But, like, in life, in your career, like, where were you and now where are you? Well, it's funny. Um, I, I knew that um, when <laughs> – this might sound like I'm patting myself on the back or whatever it is, but I think there's just like moments in life you pay attention to a little bit. And when you said, when this blows up for you and I know it's going to, don't forget about us. And that's, <laughs> and then Tiffany said the same thing to me. And I'm like, I've, I have this like dumb loyalty forever. You know, I've, I've like, if, if you're on my side, like we're going to ride or die until it's, until it's done. And, uh, I'll never forget the folks that brought me here. So you hooking up Lee and Tiffany has like snowballed into uh, Whitetail Properties for a few months. It's snowballed into another uh, another camp that sounds like they're going to be able to keep me busy throughout the spring. And it's uh, <clears throat> it's weird to go back to it's weird to leave the circus and go home because I feel like I'm telling the same stories over and over again to d- different folks that just want to hear it because mm-hmm. we talk about a lot of times like what it is to like to leave and and to live a life that by design instead of being designed for you um which you know to the to the factory worker that i'm that i'm friends with at home the blue collar guy like you guys know you guys are living the dream you've said it before there's guys that give their right arms to be able to do what we're doing and um i feel like you know me cooking at camps is just kind of like I'm, you guys start talking about the production stuff you guys talking about and i i'm like watching butterflies in the outfield well look at dandelion yeah exactly i feel and like that when you, you you keep you keep trying to pull me into the cooking but i'm just I'm like i'm, I'm not that guy dude but I, I wish i was i'm not that guy where's the fork i got this <laughs> but it is it is finding like uh your your niche of and i didn't think that this was going to be my niche it just kind of you know, I love doing it. I love being around amazing folks. I love hearing the stories. I love telling stories. And uh, I just kind of, and, and I'm just in awe of it. And just like stand back. I'm like working like last couple of days. I'm like working like really hard and, and couldn't be happier. You know, like I had a pretty cushy job for the past 10 years, like in the, in the beer industry where, you know, I was putting 70,000 miles on my, my vehicle a year. My, my vehicle was my office. <clears throat> I had, um, you know, I was managing a few thousand bar accounts across the state. All those people were like great friends of mine, but it was never like soul fulfilling. And I think that that's what this is like being around like-minded folks 
um, doing like-minded things is like, you know, find your tribe, yeah, die for them, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. That's where that's where I'm at now. So, so now you're doing this. <laughs> this is it. This is what you're doing. Is Ellsworth Cooks? So tell me in your own words, what is Ellsworth Cooks? <laughs> so, I feel like um, it's kind of hard to explain. I think like I'm. Um, Basically, I, I never, I guess I, I can tell you what's not. I never want to be like a caterer that I'm just showing up to like Uncle Randy's 50th birthday to clam bake. You know, I never want to be that. I want to make sure that it's in, involved in and around hunting and fishing camps, um, you know, hiking, things like that that are outdoor related. Um, it is, you know, me helping folks realize that like the, the food, the, the their game in their freezer doesn't just need to die a slow freezer burn death in there. There's some really cool stuff that we can make with that. Um, and teaching people that there's food all around us, you know, like we just, uh, mushroom hunted the other day. Like we were, we were on a hike and chanterelles were everywhere and there was no way I wasn't going back there to pick chanterelles. <laughs> I mean, we picked a few hundred dollars worth of chanterelles and, uh, I kind of, uh, overshadowed those things and eggs this morning just because the budget of feeding everybody, you know, Chantrell covered steaks probably wasn't there, but hopefully that changes tonight. But, uh, mm. oh, we still yeah. have more of those? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was like, I, yeah, I'm excited to taste those by themselves. Yeah, that's, um, Randy said that she's like, can I just try them by themselves? I'm like, Tastes yeah. like chicken livers. I bet that's not true, actually. You right. haven't heard there the chicken liver of the forest? <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't heard that. Would you? Would you think is that a um, is that accurate, a fair thing to call them? Accurate description. No, they're much better than chicken livers. They uh, oh, did you actually eat some? Yeah, why well, wouldn't I eat some? I thought you didn't like mushrooms. I love mushrooms. Oh, who was it that didn't like mushrooms? Oh, yeah, weirdo on the sense. end. They y'all give us a lot of crap about food, don't they? Well. Both y'all kind at of least, at least you're coming well, out. You of your can't show. eat anything, so we can't give you crap about anything. You eat like three things. That's not by choice, though. I know. You are I feel like you're coming that. out of your shell a lot with like food and last since March. I just don't like sweet potatoes and salads generally. Like I'm getting, I'm coming around on salads and regular tea. It's and well, <laughs> no, it's that's not, not regular tea. You're in the south, so and that was that's not regular tea. And what else doesn't he like? Okay. This is not about me. This is about you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uncomfortable with, with the direction this is heading. I was giving you uh, uh, some props there that you are starting to – I feel like you're coming out of your shell a little bit. With stuff Shut up, Ryer. No. I'm noticing a progression. Just you are? You, yeah, yeah, for sure. What has he ate that he w- didn't eat before? Well, I feel like he says he doesn't like a lot of things, then he eats it, and he's like, this is really good. Like, see, I'm not a fish person, but his – the crappie he made in Iowa, and, and now he's eating salmon too. Top tier salmon dip. Salmon dip. We love trout salmon dip. dip. Trout dip. That's real dip. good. Trout dip. Really I'm good. glad you really enjoyed it, so I could vicariously <laughs> eat that through you. Mm. Oh, you can't eat that. Oh yeah, there's lots Dude, of stuff you can't have in there. <laughs> he can have the See, salmon. I don't know. Like the dip part. I of only dip eat things have. that are bad for me, Keegan. So all the bad things you can't have. That's good. Somebody needs to do that my for me. Heart that you can't like. But, mm. you know, with you, you're pretty staunch about what you eat, and Clay's just like, I'm not eating it. Yeah. Clay won't even try it. Won't even like, try I'll it. try it. You'll try I'll it. try it. Right, which is a, which is a good way <laughs> to go about life. He, that will, that's his true. Caleb has tried a Guinness. 
Which he hated. God. He tried it. He tried it in the airport. I tried a cold brew yesterday and about oh, spit yeah. it all over the office. Well, I gave. I gave. Yeah, I you're gave a him bad a, person to introduce people to things. I gave him. Well, well he's because well, he's so. He's like, I like everything. Yeah, I, and, there's nothing I won't he, eat. Yeah. Where would you like to try like, this? That's yeah. not what I said. I wanted to try. It. Looks, I knew he wouldn't like it. He knew that I knew he wouldn't like it. How the fanciest coffee in the world? He looks down on people. No, I know. Yeah. Yep. 100%. 100%. Look how fancy I am. You know he, nothing. He yeah, is your, like your the... Is wrong. He you looks down his nose when at everybody. When have I everybody. ever done that? And across I, his nose. I don't yeah. feel like we have enough time in this podcast to point that out. I have not done that. You look down on me every time I say I don't like something. Because you do right. one of these numbers. No, I do not. <laughs> yes, you do. 100%. I do that because you don't like you, so many mm, things. And don't sit there and add, you will just not like something, and you will be like, I, have I don't tried like it. it. I am correct. I have, I'm the only one. Like the sweet tea and the regular tea debate. We want to go here. You're very staunch on that. <laughs> every, You're very staunch. Every, every, what is the reason? I'm very, every time Ryan and I the go out of town somewhere and we eat at like a local place, he always, being the person he is, gets like a, what's your local craft beer? Mm-hmm. And he'll get, what are you famous for? I want that. And I'll get a cheeseburger. And every time I order, he just looks at me and goes, <laughs> every time yeah. every time because you know what I bet you're getting a diet you know why because he thinks he's better than you are that's oh, not what he I is. think he is just ask him no <laughs> no I just wish I, you I would, like where this is going I just wish that <laughs> you like would just try me, more I do think like I am at least willing to try it yeah, yeah. I just want you guys to try more because I think that you're missing out well, on some really fantastic deli- things it's your delivery like you gotta, you gotta be a little salesy with the stuff, you know. Like you should try this because it's this. You no, this is how Rar does. He's like, <laughs> you should try this. <laughs> You're gonna love it. No, only for. And things. then, I, and then I make the face. He's like, ah, he made the face. Uh-huh. Got him again, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Let me look down my cold. nose. Let me only look down my the cold brew. What an idiot! Oh, that cold brew was horrible. Like I don't think I could force myself to drink that whole thing. What kind of cold brew was it? Uh, t- it motor was, uh, oil. It was God. an americano with an extra shot. Gross. <laughs> As a cold brew? Yeah. Yeah, you are. I, I thought I was a coffee snob. Your coffee is just inefficient, and not that much better. It's not. It's not. Wow, you're staunch. <laughs> And why are you, wait, I'm going to go home and take a know. freaking shower and, and, and I'm going to come eat and leave and, and I'm not even going to say thank you because apparently, punch you apparently I'm a snob. No. I'm an ungrateful snob I don't who looks that. down their nose at everybody apparently. All, so I thought this was an open place. I thought this was a safe place. <laughs> it was tr- a safe place. <laughs> it, yeah, it was a safe place until everybody started crapping on Ryer. No. It no. doesn't feel very Listen, safe to be me right now. Ryer, Remember that time I, we talked about feelings and nobody was going to get a Offended because nobody <laughs> thought they had feelings, and now everybody has feelings and is offended. I, uh, I want to I want to preface this entire conversation by my fondness for Ryer. I really enjoy being around him. Yeah. I do see eye to eye on him a lot of there. things. Well, I'm just saying, like I've been I've been where he's at. You know, I'm just a little bit older, a little more mature, a little bit longer beard. He has a much longer beard. It's just age. Mine's got a lot more white in it too. It does. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it's good. I think it distinguishes you. <laughs> he is a distinguished gentleman. I will say, though, if Jason can cook for Caleb and I, then he can cook for anybody. 100%. Like, that's that's, he's, that's he, a good point. He's literally only made one thing that I didn't like, and it was yeah. the roast beef sandwiches because it had horseradish, horseradish on it, and mm-hmm. I don't like horseradish. Other than that, like, you've cooked, what, a week in Texas? Sorry, two weeks in Texas, 
a week in Iowa and a week here, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and never made something I didn't like until that one time. And that was just this week. I have found that I think the 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 spot of the most contentious debate seems to be with condiments. That's because mustard is the best condiment. 100%. There should be no debate, and other people think that that's wrong, and they're wrong. See, here it is. That's exactly what I'm talking about. That and the blue cheese versus ranch. <laughs> I didn't know this is the kind I, of podcast this was going to be. This is a great podcast. I like where this is going a lot. <laughs> um, you and I, I, I would love maybe to take you guys to Lake Erie somewhere in the Buffalo neighborhoods, mm. uh, do a little walleye fishing. I know you hate They don't walleye. like our I, kind I, up I there. No, listen, they don't like my kind down here, but I'm changing minds. That's what we're all about. Changing right? minds. Changing, my, changing minds up, and changing hearts. Come on up north. Let's change the minds. Let's build mm. this country back. Oh, yeah. Let's go up north, huh? <laughs> go out to Lake Erie, catch a few walleye. I said north, not Midwest. Where all those. That's <laughs> very... <laughs> <laughs> But anywho, they, they back to the blue cheese now. and ranch, it would be really, really funny to bring you guys up there to uh, you know an old school Buffalo okay. bar. Listen Walk to this. Walk in and get some chicken. I'm not eating blue cheese. See? See? No, you're, no, you're, See? You're, this is what I'm talking This is what frustrates me. No, it's no, just the, it's, it's okay. I'm not doing it's, that. It's okay because what he said was, I'll just eat them plain, which is a completely acceptable way to eat them. Putting ranch on them, not acceptable. Mm. But see, you can cook more things with blue cheese, but as a dipping sauce, ranch is better. Yeah, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, chicken wings. Yeah, there's ranch. a place for ranch. The, the only condiment that has no place is, is ketchup. I don't know. I enjoy ketchup on a hot dog. Thank you. I do. Thank you. Ketchup has a lot of places. Not as many places as mustard, but it has a lot of places. Ketchup has a place for. Children <laughs> with little baby palettes <laughs> that need something to dip their little winch flies in. <laughs> if that's if that's pointed towards me, I don't care because French I fries and ketchup are delicious. It's delicious. Okay, I'm just I'm gonna start a debate and this is just never gonna end. But um, I don't know. I put a lot of ketchup on the stuff you cook. Oh, <laughs> Oh, oh, y'all might see the first fight. knockout on the <laughs> Redneck Tag live stream. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> you guys pay attention because Clay made it funny. <laughs> he said something funny. Mark it down in your notes. Clay said something very funny today. I laughed at what Clay said earlier. No, no, no. It was a Sunday. I remember it vividly. I thought it was a joke. It must have been in the late summer because football wasn't on yet. And he, he made something quite funny. Yes, I think it was about ketchup. And something along those. It was, it was funny. I remember it being funny. Oh, so. Such an angry man. So, okay. So, you're now. Full time cooking for a living. cooking for a living for cool people in cool places and and clay. and, and, and clay <laughs> <laughs> hey, and um, he's cooking for cool cats and clay. So, what are some of the things Boy, like be a since, good you, sticker. since yeah. you've only really <laughs> kind of been meow. really kind of fairly new at this? Like, what have you learned? Like, what's some of the stuff that you hadn't maybe thought about? So, I feel like um, flow of uh, dinners is tough. I feel like um, rounding up everybody, you know, 
I grew up in a world that's like dinner time, dinner bell, bell rang. You should seriously you should bring a dinner a bell. Triangle. You should. Yeah, yeah, but you did that, and that was like people came. Mm-hmm. You know, instead so, of rounding up folks, I've le- I've learned that um, there's some not in any. I don't want to. I don't know how to say this right way. But there oh, is now some, we're not going to offend people. There's some there's some folks out there that are um, like there's some. They want to be catered to? Yeah. You know, and like don't really deserve it. You know, like yeah. I feel like the guys that are like, you know, the, the folks that probably do deserve to be catered to don't want it. And yeah. like the guys that are like newer to it and like, you know, the younger kids are like, oh, this guy's here to cook for me. You know, bring me this. And like, you know, I'd like my burger medium well. Like, <laughs> you might want a First medium well over there. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, uh, I like. You know, when I'm rustling up people and, uh, and uh, you know, do my due diligence to get everybody to eat and trying to pace out the food so, like, everybody gets to eat and you show up 20 minutes, half hour later, it's not my fault. Yeah, well, that, I think you need to make that a policy, like, when you get to camp. Be like, hey, you know, the first night at dinner, hey, guys, you know, I'm going to come have somebody round you all up or I'm going to round you up. I'm going to tell you one time. If you don't show up and you're late and there's no food, it's not my fault. Yeah. Yeah, and just uh, make it a policy. It's it's things like that that I don't know. From from um, I grew up in a world where like people just aren't um, doting on you, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, if if uh, you want special treatment, I don't think um, hunting camps a place to get it. You know True I mean? story. So um, yeah, that's that. Those are some of the things I've learned. And um, boy, a lot of my clients fishing in Alaska would very disagree with that statement. <laughs> What's that? They're like, uh, yeah. It's not a place to get doted on, or it is. Oh, that was what they came there for. My last lodge, they'd get off the airplane, and one of the house staff would be there with a tray of drinks. Mm. Yeah. And would give them a little drink so that they could go take their waiters off. That's nuts. Yeah. I've been to some places like that. I'm very uncomfortable with them. I feel like um, my customers, now the clients I'm working with, all seem to be... um, pretty like on my side and grateful that I'm there you know although oh, yeah. Caleb did demand sweet tea when he landed in the airport demand. in New York he didn't I, did I tried I demand. missed I tried making it I didn't do a good you job you did you it was a six 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 five sweet not tea? bad for <laughs> a Yankee <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ter- it, for, if you take a consideration that was made by a Yankee you're pushing it into the sevens I think w- when you ask Caleb about sweet tea it's almost the same as like asking me about an edit like, he's just going to be real particular about it, real nitpicky about it. How do you think, speaking of, I don't want to go off subject, how what was how how did you like my criticism of the edit today? It was good. Good okay. criticism. All right. Yeah. I just, I, I thought about just being a yes man and saying, yeah, that was great, guys. But then I thought better of it. Well, and I was like, this is a that. class. I probably should be honest. They, they did kind of pay for your opinion. I know. Yeah. Well, I just, I figured that. What I was saying is things that Ryer had already talked to them about, and there might have been a reason why there weren't, or they didn't have time. So I didn't want to like say something that had already been said again and again and again because I you know they hear one thing and they hear another thing, and then they get confused. I just don't want to confuse people. But anyway, to get back to to back, back to this. I meant to ask you that earlier. I forgot. I figured I'd ask you on here. But um, oh, easy. You doing? You're, I'm trying to get it out from under your foot. You're hung up yeah, like but you're two t- dogs pulling here. Everything. Um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> what? 
No, I'm just never not going to giggle at all your southern oh. things. They're always just funny to me. That one actually I got from Chuck. You look like two cats tied together. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. <laughs> so how was how was your time here? How was your time? You so you. We're in the Army. You were stationed in North Carolina, so you spent a lot of time in the South. I was in the Army. I was stationed in Missouri. I did some time in Georgia. I did some time in South Carolina. Oh, I thought it was North Carolina. No. Um, been fishing in North Carolina a bunch. Oh. I, I've been – it's funny. To, <clears throat> somebody said to me the other day, like, you sound like you're not from the North. I'm like, that's the Army draw that everybody gets after mm-hmm. 15 – it's a hodgepodge of uh, – accents that everybody gets after like a couple days together which is really funny to have that all of a sudden awaken back in me um and i'm not i'm not excited about it by what like like uh losing my yankeeism <laughs> like my my southern weird army drawl starts coming out but i mean i was down here for a while you said so. that negatively, like the Southern draw is a negative it's not, thing. It's okay, not, it's, I just want to make no, sure we I'm point that out. Did, I've uh, read a lot about like uh, when I was really competitively shooting like Type A, Type B personalities, and uh, Type A personality will never lose their accent. Like they'll always keep it no matter where they are, and like Type B personalities will uh, morph wherever they go. And I don't want to be a Type B personality. That's it. Hmm. What's the definition of type A and type B? Because I don't know which one I am. I don't. All, I also. I think there's other factors. Yeah. Because like I don't think I'd qualify myself as a fully type B personality, but I morph accents. And what I have heard is, everybody's gonna sigh at me. <laughs> what I have heard is it. Do, it like people who have ADHD are sometimes. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> this is like legitimate. <laughs> I'm just. I almost lost my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. They just, I'm not sorry. Just, I don't know. <laughs> like for some reason. I love you. You know I love you. And if I ever stop messing with you, you know that we have issues. Okay? That's just, the day you're you, fired. Did you grow up with brothers? Two younger. Yeah. Were you mean to them? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you think the problem is here. I don't think I don't think there's a problem. I just knew that they were. I knew this was going to happen as soon as I said ADHD. They're all they're going to lose it. I knew they were going to lose it. I would immediately just start pointing out their flaws. I don't know if I lost it because ADHD or the perfectly timed sigh that we both had, and then we looked at each other, and like this is the giggles that I thought I knew I was going to get. I knew it was going to happen. Yeah, but that I mean that's a thing that I've heard. So. Please elaborate on that because I was listening to you before all of this happened. <laughs> no, apparently, um, apparently, like people with ADHD, if you're a rat, they like pick up on the mannerisms of other people unintentionally, yeah. Yeah. and then will like mimic them subconsciously. So, yeah. like if like a if I'm like if yeah, like a lot, literally, I could be in the truck with Caleb. And he'll start talking like how he does, mm-hmm. uh, like a like a normal human. Nope. And I just wanted normal to poke, for I just wanted Georgia. to poke that one in there because I knew he was going to get upset. I talk normal. <laughs> normal for yeah, like I talk normal. The northeast side of Delaware. I have Georgia. no. <laughs> I have no accent. Who, who, where were we? Where were we? And it was like straight up southern, like I, like Thomas. 
Thomas is just Southern as like, oh, just yeah. because that's a Southern just accent. Just because the intensity of your accent is different doesn't mean you don't have one. It was uh, it was really really funny. With um, I don't think Lee meant to be as funny as he was, but uh, they're talking about explaining something, and mm-hmm. and Thomas came up and was, you know, Boomhauer pretty much like, dang, I'm not going to do And Lee goes, maybe uh, somebody without a. Um, Georgia accent. Could you explain <laughs> Dude, Lee Lee throws out Lee's some zinger sometimes, man. Lines ever, he like, and, and it's he usually gets like one or two a week. I and think. it's always yeah. a great personal insult, and yeah. it's always like perfectly timed. Delivery's great. Everybody's listening. Like it just zingers, man. Yeah. And then he'll laugh, and he'll laugh, and then he'll. Go back to what he was doing. You know, <laughs> just move on. He just he does like a sneaky, up. like, I knew that was funny laugh. Yeah. Just yeah. Completely but here's the it. thing with Lee. Like, I feel like the as calculated as he is, like, I feel like sometimes he may stay up at night to think of, well, this would be a really good one. Like, waiting on the situation. <laughs> waiting on the situation now, strike. <laughs> <laughs> he approaches jokes the same way he approaches deer hunting. Yeah. I would like, I hope he's just. for the moon phase. Yeah. I hope he's just. the perfect moment. I, he's probably that witty, but, like, I would like to think there's somebody out there that lays up at night and is like, oh, that'd be a great line. If they ever open the door, I'm going to use that. Like, I feel like, I feel like that's, that's you, 100%. Chuck Belmore. No, you don't no I don't. Like, I don't know. I think that stuff just comes out of his oh, brain. Chuck Belmore, no. But I yeah. bet there are there are nights where he's just like gets an idea and oh, is like, oh, oh yeah, hundred percent. That's the joke I'm going to use. Oh yeah, yeah. But he is man. He's witty. He is funny. <laughs> he's an idiot. I I really enjoy knowing him. Very much so. The the I could never show the thread of us back and forth. <laughs> you it, can't no, show any yeah, text thread with Chuck hysterical. ever. Oh yeah, it is hysterical. Oh yeah, yeah. He is funny, man. He could have came up here, but yeah, he, he couldn't. Yeah. yeah, busy. I mean, he's probably See, not even going to listen. Here's to this. The, here's the ultimate business. Bad you cook and and hang out in personality, and then Chuck's there for the entertainment. Chuck just exists. He's just there. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Ellsworth, I'm telling like, I'm telling you, cooks, Chuck eats and also talks. Yeah, <laughs> I'm telling you, like Bel- Belmore, <laughs> Ellsworth, Ellsworth cooks. Belmore, edition. Belmore talks. Belmore, uh, Belmore. Bel- I like that. Bellsworth, Ellsworth cooks. Belmore eats. <laughs> Dude, he's he's down for that too. Can we? What a great show title. Can we take one of these and put Belmore eats at the bottom of it? Send him one, please. Yeah, and I want that. one. I, yeah. Yeah. I would want yeah. one for me. That's great. Yeah, and then you can say over here, Clay doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, that's good stuff. So. What do you think of the class? Do you have a good? Yeah, what do you think of the the What'd whole ordeal? I've learned surprisingly a lot. I feel like um, just being around. It, I feel like it's always you know, there's a couple different ways to learn, but like watching watching folks go through the process. Like I'm always I'm always like enamored by like the growth of a person and like watching people like show up without a lot of confidence and then start like morphing into the person that they want to be mm-hmm. and i watched that happen yeah. a bunch of times well, D- dj just messaged keegan and it's like man i don't know what y'all did but y'all let it fire under me yep you know that, so I, seeing I, that happen like is that what's that's what makes me happy i swear ever since um ever i'm gonna say i say i've been saying a lot ever since that winter strong event like surrounding yourself by the people that are like mm-hmm. gunning for like on your side and motivate you and push you forward 
is the way to go about life. Yeah, 100%. And when you're showing up to places like this, and I, I know that <clears throat> there's some young kids in here that $1,000 probably means a lot to. Oh, yeah, know. me at 23 years old would have been a lot. When they're leaving here and, you know, texting the cook, <laughs> yeah. like, what an awesome experience. Like, that's something mm-hmm. cool. That I mean, like. Jason, you're not a cook. You're, you're so chef. much more than a cook. Yeah, well. I think it's a. I think it's a pretty cool thing that those, you know, I, I think Randy was saying it like you know she's getting pushback from you know, mm-hmm. stay safe, you know, walk the line, stay, and she's looking to have that, you know, uh, confirmed that that's the right way. To, and talking to me, I'm like, burn it down, get out, do yep. chase yeah. it down, don't stop chasing it down, mm-hmm. don't let anybody tell you how to what safe is or or you know, that you can't let other folks determine your own happiness and I, I told amy when i was doing this and this is the point i'm willing to go to is that to get this off the ground to do what i'm going to do i'm willing to give up everything like sell the house i don't care i, I went to meet the financial or our financial advisor and uh kind of a hope he's not gonna watch it's kind of an annoying guy <laughs> like you know buttoned down and like pointing out all the risks like mm-hmm. well, what are you gonna do about this and what about this and and everything inside of me is like fear breeds consumption like watching him sell me something right to scare the sh- sh- crap out of me <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. nice catch scare nice the catch. crap there out of go. me to consume something right what happens if it goes right what happens if this is the right Just path? Here's my thing. They, the people that say that, the people that have said that to me over my, all my entire life, they say that because they're not willing to do what you are. And they know in their heart that they're going to stick with the safe route because they could never do it. And they want you to do it because they're not willing to. It's a, it's a scary thing for the – I feel like it's a scary thing for those folks to look at people following their dreams because they're sitting back like, I'm just going to, I'll take my three weeks vacation. Well, they're stuck behind their white picket fence life right. and their safety and their 401k and their retirement and not looking out and going, Oh, you can do all these things and you can make a living and be successful. It's tomorrow's not promised. You better live as much as you can today. Yeah. You know, well, and, it, the, I mean, if you're, if you work, you know, a comfortable job and you're happy, more, More power to you. Whatever you do, whatever you do to make you happy, because what makes me happy doesn't make a lot of other people happy. And, I, I'm full. I'm more aware of that every day, because I look at people and whatever job they have, and I'm like, oh, there's no way I could do that. And then there's a lot of people that look at me and they're like, oh, there's no way I could do that. We don't. And, we and, don't. And thank God. Think to say, yeah, you exactly. Know, thank, thank God. I mean, the world would, wouldn't move around the right way. Mm-hmm. There's got to be people that are, you know. <laughs> thank God there's people that want to sit behind a desk and, and push pencils. You know, mm-hmm. my wife can sit behind a computer for 10, 12 hours. And I cannot, I'm like, I look at that and I'm like, gosh, how do you do that? And thank God for her because I would say, you know, I'm the sales, she's the anchor. You wouldn't leave Harbor without either one of those mm-hmm. two things. Mm-hmm. The ship doesn't move, you know, <clears throat> but I think it's, uh, I, I feel like I've had a couple like real powerful lessons in my life. My grandfather was a, a farmer and a sheriff simultaneously for all of his until he retired. He retired, became a judge, still was a farmer. <clears throat> um, finally retired for real, went to Florida and died in six months. Like did all that. Like never, like never like 
did anything for himself. Did anything for himself, and he built that for his family. And thank thank God he did it. But the the way I look at it, it's like if you're like scraping and and saving and like hoarding to get to a certain date, and then say like I'll just I'll enjoy my life then. Man, like you're you're. I was, I was doing asphalt. I did it. I was asphalt. I, I, I ran a asphalt company for twelve years. I remember one summer it was just so hot and I was just so miserable. I was making so much money though. The most probably the most money I ever made. And um I'm twenty five, twenty six years old and and uh a little old lady comes out of the house and uh she's like, You are working too hard <laughs> I'm like, Oh well I gotta get the job done and I was saying everything that uh a hard worker would say to their boss. You know? I'm like, Yeah, I gotta get the job done. Make hay while the sun shines, gotta do this, gotta do that and um She's like, what, what are you, why are you working this hard? I was like, well, you know, got to have money, got to do this, you know, this, and this. She's like, it sounds like uh, you don't know why you're working this hard. And uh, I'll tell you what, my husband is just like you, worked till the day he died. And, uh, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry, sorry to hear that. And he goes, she goes, he was 48 years old. And uh, he had the whole world ahead of him. He had all the money in the bank, like cool boat, awesome car. He dropped dead. And where, like, you know, it's just not promised. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you're working too hard. And that just gobsmacked me. Like, mm-hmm. it's not promised. And um, if you're not living the life you, you know, it, it, it should be scary. I'm scared crapless all the time. Well, if you're not scared and, and, and stressed about it, then it's not a big enough dream. And, you know, I think um, you owe it to yourself to be scared. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I sh- like, if I wake up in the morning at, you know, eight o'clock and, you know, drag my butt into the office and like miserable, miserable, miserable and go home and just have enough energy to mow the lawn and be miserable. Like take me out to pasture. I don't want it. Mm. I want to, I want my eyes to see. I feel like, I feel like, um, you know, I think about like my mom a lot. My mom's been sick for a long time and, um, you know, she just doesn't go anywhere. And, uh, I was listening to Zach Ryan today, that uh, heavy, quiet, heavy dream song this morning. I was almost in tears this morning, just outside the camper, myself cooking. And I'm like, my mom can't get on an airplane because she's scared, mm-hmm. you know? And I think Zach says something like, because his mom passed away and he's talking about seeing all the sights that she'll never see. And I think about that, like, my mom's not dead, but she won't, won't do it. And... You know, driving, I drove uh, to the reservoir this morning, <clears throat> like 6.15, watched the sun come up. And, uh, man, you guys got some uh, good Sunday music down here on the radio. <laughs> mm. <laughs> it was all church music. Yeah. I'm sitting on the water, and I'm looking at this place that I just feel so blessed to see it. You know, like, I'm so blessed to see it. And uh, it never, it, I'm always on the lookout for the things that can go wrong. And uh, I'm always kind of like expecting something to go wrong. Like I slip and fall and cut myself or, like, mm. you know, hit your head on the camper, wail my head on the camper. Like I'm always on the, like I'm, I'm becoming more careful um, with myself, but I'm also being really uh, alive in the moment, cognizant of where I am and, and just super grateful to be there. And, you know, I, and finding the people I want to be around, you know, so that's I guess that's Ellsworth Cooks. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Well, well it it, it is. It's him. It's it's it, Ellsworth Cooks is all the love that Jason has for everybody and everything around him, and it is not hard to see. All you got to do is have him around for five minutes, and you'll see it. 
Um, I mean, isn't there that quote that I don't know who said it, but most men live lives of quiet desperation. Yeah, that's uh, Rogan's favorite quote. You Can't know, remember who said it, but yeah, I, I think it's probably true. I think a lot of people are stuck in lives that they don't necessarily want to be in, but they're and, scared to and death, the, and the, they're scared to death to do anything to change. That. It says in the Bible, three hundred sixty-five times, "Fear not," one for every day. <clears throat> so there's, there's. I mean, you can't let you can't be scared of nothing, you know. It, it, it there's there's a plan for everybody, and you just got to do the best you can. And, and there's going to be terrible days. There's going to be horrible things that happen, but there's going to be also some really good ones that overshadow them. And you got to you got to surround yourself by folks that are that are challenging you to do better, and and like gunning for you. That's like, one of my biggest things. Like yeah. I preach that so much. Anytime I get an opportunity, like find your tribe and your community right. of people. And just make yourself better yep. constantly by just being around good people. Yeah, show me your friends, and I'll show you your future. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's yeah. one of my that's one of my favorite quotes, and I try and tell my kids that. Like, I never, I knew it was important, but like not as important as I do now. And growing up, like who you surround yourself with and who you spend your time with, and uh, it it is now like people that push you and want you know make you better and type of content you consume the type of you know music you listen to like all of it it all affects you and it may maybe some of it less or more than others but it all has a it all has a place and it all has a purpose and um it's just really cool to see in a very short amount of time where ellsworth cooks is gone like it's freaking it pumps me up i'm just so like happy to be here man it was the, like I, the other day i was i looked at the th thermometer was on the, on the on the table and it read uh 98 degrees and i was like well, that's weird that thing's just spit, sitting on the tip oh sh it's 98 degrees yeah <laughs> I'm like, why is that thing must be malfunctioning i'm like nope it's that hot and yeah and uh and i just smiled i chuckled to myself I'm like that's still pretty damn cool yeah it's hot here yeah. it's not ain't no way around this hot it's hot but you sweat all of the toxins yeah, pretty quickly. That's why I don't get sick. It was so fun. That's I what I tell people. Hiking around that reservoir the other day, and like, just, just chanterelles, that chanterelle heaven. Like, mm -hmm. never seen anything like those mushrooms, and and uh, I've never even heard anybody talk about those around here. It's, See, it's, that's like a huge difference between that. Like, I feel like if there was a reservoir like that up in the Midwest or up where you're at, like it hammered. would, just, there would be none. Yeah, yeah. Every every person on the trail we came across, they're like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, oh, we're picking mushrooms. And I saw a guy stealing a tree the other day. Stealing, a, stealing tree? a tree? Yeah, he found a little sapling of like a an oak tree or something. Yeah. He was digging it up to bring take it home. <laughs> See, that's that's what I was wondering too, because a lot of parks you're not allowed to remove flora fauna from, mm -hmm. and I'm like, maybe I'm not supposed to be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good thing you just talked about it on but a the, national platform. But the but old people. outlaw in me says, what chanterelles? <laughs> <laughs> You can't prove nothing. We, all of us together, ate them. Yeah, we're all so in this I'll together. Take you guys, right down with co-conspirators. Tell you what, yeah, I will crack there's, under. There's a lot of incriminating <laughs> evidence of that in my possession. Okay. So, um, I had a blast. I think it was awesome. Um, I think we're gonna do like a just a dinner, like fun time tonight for us tonight, and then hopefully get some sleep. What's that? It's what I'm gonna get tonight. Mm. Let me know how that is. I'm going to do it, and I'm probably not going to come in like super early Monday until my phone starts blowing up because i got a feeling that's going to happen because it's, 
It is go time for us. It is absolutely wait. too close to, you know, and we still got so many little knickknacky things to get done before we get out of town. So, but Jason, thank you so much. Do y'all have anything? No? Dude, really appreciate you coming. I can't tell you guys how much I love being here. Well, yeah. you will get to come back. So we're going to do more classes, and I'm which we'll see you in Iowa. And Can't wait. Um, hopefully we figure out some more stuff. And If you're out there and you know of uh, something that you can fit Jason in, that he would make sense to come in and cook for you, um, it's at Ellsworth Cooks, right? Yep, uh, at Ells- uh, Jason at EllsworthCooks.com, Ellsworth Cooks on Instagram, um, yep. Tarbender77 on Instagram. Um, I will not be serving ketchup. There will be no ketchup. Unless you ask, unless you ask really nicely. Bring your own ketchup. Unless you ask really nicely, and then I'll. What about cats up? Will you serve cats up? What about like uh, a tomato puree? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. those are good. Okay. God. (laughs) All right, guys. Till next time. Peace. Peace.